Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hello again, everybody. Welcome to Gamecock Central Radio. Emerson Phillips joined by Gamecock great Kip Balk Knight. We're taking a look at the Gamecock baseball head coaching vacancy right now, Kip. You know, I was talking with somebody the other day. It's the first time in 20 years that the Gamecocks have had an opening for head baseball coach. When Ray Tanner stepped into the athletic director position five years ago, the job immediately was handed off to Chad Holbrook. So you got to go all the way back before Ray Tanner to find the last time that the Gamecocks had a vacancy for the baseball head coaching job. So with the resignation of Chad Holbrook on Tuesday night, that's where the Gamecocks are right now, Kip. And, you know, we're still just a couple of days into this process of trying to find a new baseball coach. Ray Tanner spoke to the media on Wednesday. College baseball is still going on. we got the Super Regionals going on this weekend. So, You know, the Sweet 16 of college baseball is going on right now, and it is very understandable to believe that, you know, Ray Tanner may may be considering one or more of the coaches that are involved in the Super Regionals this weekend. So we're going to talk about some possible head coaching candidates here for Gamecock Baseball today, Kip, and all of the discussion right now, based on everything I've heard and read, indicates that possibly the leader, and again, none of this came from Ray Tanner, you understand, but media and the like are talking about who some of the leaders or front runners for the job might be. And the number one name I'm hearing right now is in the Super Regionals this weekend, and it's Florida head coach Kevin O'Sullivan. Yeah, I mean, Kevin O'Sullivan's obviously been very, very successful down at Florida, and um, I think he would uh, be a, a great uh, uh, hire for, for South Carolina. Maybe not financially. I think it was. it's, it's definitely going to be a situation where we would definitely have to pay him a lot of money because he's already making a lot of money and he's done really, really well at Florida. But, you know, I I think that's a scenario that they've always done really well. And I just, I mean, I can remember seeing games and and even playing games there and there'd be 1,500 people at at a game on Friday night. They just don't really support their baseball team. So that's, that's, uh, I'm sure, disappointing for someone like Kevin O'Sullivan. So, I could see there being reason why he may be a, a, a fit for South Carolina, but um, you know he may be the leader in, in kind of the, the media's eyes right now, and maybe maybe that's the case. I just I, I personally think Coach Tanner may go in a different direction, but that doesn't mean that I don't think Coach Tanner would uh, that would be a bad decision at all. I think he'd be a great hire. He, he brings a lot to the table. He's got a great pitching mind. Uh, I would personally love it. I think he would come in and do an excellent job with the pitchers and. Uh, and certainly bring in a lot of uh, a lot of guys that we'd end up watching on TV. Uh, they're be pitching in the big leagues. He certainly knows how to coach them up and uh, and takes care of his pitchers very very well. Kevin O'Sullivan started at Florida in 2008, so he's in his tenth year now with the Gators, and they have made the College World Series five of the last seven years, and they got a chance to make it six out of eight if they can beat Wake Forest this weekend. Florida will advance to another College World Series. National runner-up in 2011 to Ray Tanner and the Gamecocks. So, 
you know, here's a guy that has demonstrated an ability to have sustained success. He's built Florida into a an absolute elite program. Boy, the resume of Kevin O'Sullivan is very impressive. Three SEC titles, two SEC tournament titles. We mentioned the five College World Series appearances, looking to make it six this year. All this in just 10 years at Florida. Ties to the Palmetto State as well. Kip, for Kevin O'Sullivan, the Florida Gators head coach, worked nine years as the pitching coach, recruiting coordinator, and eventually the associate head coach at Clemson under Jack Leggett. Yeah, you know, Kevin's uh, certainly got a, a ton of experience, and I think that, uh, uh, again, uh, you know, if you want a absolute slam dunk and someone I think that would come in and immediately bring uh, great impact to the players, I, you know, I can't I can't make an argument against Kevin O'Sullivan. Uh, but sometimes, unfortunately, there's uh, there's budgets, and um, you know, I, I just don't know. He's got to have backing from the board, I'm sure. But there's one thing I do know, and 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 that's the trust I'm sure that the board has in Ray Tanner. If Coach Tanner feels like Kevin O'Sullivan is the guy and we need to pay him, uh, then, then that'll get voted yes. I, I truly believe that. They, they know Coach Tanner's um, certainly uh, kept his eye and hands on baseball all these years, even being an AD now. But, um, uh, and again, couldn't argue with that decision if that's where he goes in, in pitching Kevin O'Sullivan. Yeah, the contract for O'Sullivan at Florida is certainly an issue, a hurdle, I would say, Kip. He's making $1.25 million right now. That makes him the highest paid coach in the Southeastern Conference right now already at Florida. And I believe he's in the second year of a 10-year deal, if I'm not mistaken. So the buyout there could be substantial. I don't know what the likelihood is that O'Sullivan would leave Florida. Clemson expressed interest in him a few years back, and Texas did the same in the last couple of years here, Kip, and he turned down you know potential opportunities to leave Florida for those two jobs. Maybe South Carolina is more attractive. You know, Texas is one of the top jobs in the country. You got to believe, Kip. So Florida Gator fans are saying that well, if O'Sullivan didn't leave for Clemson or Texas in particular, he's not going to leave for South Carolina. But you have to wonder, you know, how much that lack of fan support means to Kevin O'Sullivan. If he wants to go somewhere where baseball is a very huge priority, he could certainly do that at South Carolina, but I think the same would also be true at Texas and to some degree Clemson. Well, yeah, right, but uh, you know what? You never know what's going on in people's lives, and, uh, uh, you know, for all we know, he's got family in South Carolina. You know, I I don't know. I mean, it's just, uh, uh, you know, there's, you know, two years or how many ever that's been since um, he had the chance to go to Clemson or, or Texas. I mean, things change, uh, you know, in life. And it's more to just the baseball side of it. So, yeah. uh, again, if that's the route Coach Tanner decides to decide to go, it's, uh, it certainly wouldn't be a bad decision, in my opinion, at all. Kip, he's already making $1.25 million a year. How much do you think the Gamecocks, how much more do you think South Carolina would have to offer him to get him to come to Columbia? A million and a half? Well, again. Yeah. Well, you know, again, I mean, I, I could see it being a incentive-based uh, program that maybe he's, maybe we get him for a, a million or 1.25. You know, again, he, he may be ready to go. A lot of that uh, depends, you know. And, and, and Coach Tanner, I'm sure, has talked to several of these uh, candidates and several of the coaches along the way. Uh, you know, you can't, you can't be an athletic director and not have a plan – B and C, uh, you know, yeah, his plan A was Chad Holbrook, and hopefully it was going to work out, and I think he gave him time for it to work out, and it did. So I'm sure here in the last two or 
two, two and a half years, I'm sure Coach Tanner has definitely had conversations with probably all of these candidates, maybe maybe not all of them, but uh, probably even more, just to find out their feel. Hey, if something ever happened, would you like to come to South Carolina? That type of thing. And uh, he's probably gauging the, uh, you know, uh, the field, if, if you will. So uh, he's got to be prepared. I can assure you that. I, 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 he's not, you're not going to catch him not prepared. So he, he's prepared to make the decision. And um, I support no matter what he decides. I really believe it'll be a good decision. All right. Kevin O'Sullivan is a Virginia grad and in his 10th year at Florida, Florida playing Wake Forest in the Super Regionals this weekend. If they can win that series. They're going to head to the College World Series for the sixth time in eight years, but no national titles for Kevin O'Sullivan. Florida has never won the national championship in baseball, but my goodness, are they knocking on the door. So, Kip, let's suppose that uh, O'Sullivan, and again, it's all speculation at this point, unless you have talked directly with Ray Tanner, you don't know what's going on with the coaching search, but uh, you know, a lot of speculation, obviously, about what could happen, what might happen, and O'Sullivan's name seems to be the hottest one right now. So let's suppose that O'Sullivan is Ray Tanner's top choice right now, but for whatever reason, O'Sullivan does not come to Columbia. Let's take a look a little bit further down the list, Kip, and talk about some other names who might be on it, and we're not going to go in any particular order here, but we will talk about Clemson head coach Monty Lee, who you know, would be considered, I think, a no-brainer for South Carolina because of Lee's ties to South Carolina. You mentioned earlier this week on Gamecock Central Radio that Monty Lee grew up a Gamecock fan. He's from Kershaw County went to Lugolf Elgin High School, previously the head coach at College of Charleston, and now doing a great job up there at Clemson. We talked about this earlier this week, Kip. Uh, It seems doubtful at best right now that Monty Lee would leave Clemson to take the Gamecocks job. You wouldn't rule it out, but it doesn't feel promising right now. Well, you know what, though? You never know. I mean, I, I can't imagine Monty Lee and Ray Tanner not still having a great relationship. Uh, I, I'm sure he was disappointed that uh, he didn't start off or, or make the transition from South Carolina assistant recruiting coordinator to uh, head coach. But, um, yeah, hey, it's, uh, you never know and until things, uh, things end up being shaken out. But he, he would definitely be my first choice. He would be my absolute first phone call, the first one that I would say, hey, do you want this job? And if you do, all right, we'd like to offer it to you. Uh, that would be my first choice. And after that, honestly, would be Josh Holiday. He would be uh, my close, close, uh, he'd be probably 1 and 1A one or 1A and 1B. Uh, that's definitely my two favorite choices that are out there. Tell us more about him, Kip. Josh Holiday, the head coach at Oklahoma State. He's the head coach at Oklahoma State. He comes from a great baseball family. His dad, Tom Holiday, uh, recruited me when I was in high school. Wonderful man, awesome family. His brother, Matt Holiday, and I. Uh, we played together in the Rockies organization. It was his sixth year of double A, my first year of double A, and uh, we played double and triple A for three years together and uh, uh, just learned a ton from Matt. I mean, he's just his knowledge. He's a student of the game. He's a worker, and he was at the field every day at 12 o'clock. So the amount of, uh, of lessons I got for free every single day were just absolutely amazing. I mean, I literally – can remember pitching games in AAA Colorado Springs with Matt playing left field, and he would literally, I'd look back, and he would have watched, you know, the hitter's reaction to my pitch, and he would literally, you know, look at me and tell me what pitch to throw. And, and I mean, it was so funny because, you know, nobody ever knew it. You probably had no idea watching the game, just a bystander, but 
he literally would do that. And, and, and in, in between innings, we'd talk about it. Or after the game, uh, you know, in our hotel room playing PlayStation till midnight or 2 in the morning, we would talk about that situation, how I should pitch that guy, what reaction he you know, what his swing looked like and why he was telling me to throw a changeup or why he was telling me to throw a cutter or a sinker or whatever it might be. And that's how I learned. That, that is how I learned all the things we've talked about for the last several years on this show is, uh, is through a guy like Matt Holiday. So I, I can tell you this much. It's, uh, it, it would be an absolute slam dunk winner, in my opinion, getting a guy like Josh Holiday on this staff. And um, I, I would be careful team. Yeah, Gamecock fans should be at least somewhat familiar with Josh Holiday because Oklahoma State came to Columbia and beat the Gamecocks at Founders Park in the Super Regionals last year. So Josh Holiday has done a fantastic job at Oklahoma State. Don't know how high he is on the list of possible candidates at this point. But, again, we don't know about any of these guys because we have not spoken with Ray Tanner, and he's the only man that knows right now. Kip, what about Dan McDonald, head coach at Louisville, worked at the Citadel previously? Yeah, Coach Mack recruited me. He was at the Citadel. Um, I got to know him over uh, three or four years in high school. And uh, awesome, awesome uh, uh, coach, awesome recruiter, uh, very much a student of the game. I think he's done wonders at Louisville. Uh, I personally don't think he would leave Louisville to come to South Carolina unless he just, uh, you know, I think he's from South Carolina. I know he's at the Citadel a long time. Uh, you know, I played against him in college. He's, uh, that would be another slam dunk. I mean, they are great coaches. I mean, there are some great, great coaches in college baseball. and I think he'd do a wonderful job here. I just don't know if we, again, it's going to come down to, does Coach Tanner want to spend 1.2 to 1.5, or does he want to get a guy like Josh Holiday for 650 or 700? Or 500 or 550 because he probably could do that. I think Josh is making maybe four, four, or four fifty, something like that. So that would be a big step up for him to get, you know, maybe five fifty or six hundred under the SEC. Kip, another coach that I heard mentioned a lot in the early hours of the opening for South Carolina baseball is Virginia head coach Brian O'Connor. I have not heard as much about him in the last day or two since. You know, he was kind of one of the first names thrown out there. And this is uh, O'Connor, the Virginia head coach, won the national title at Virginia in 2015, five-time ACC Coach of the Year. I don't know how much steam there is behind this. Virginia, uh, we talked about it before we started the show today, they've got more scholarships for baseball than South Carolina and most schools across the country. You know, most schools have 11.7. Virginia is able to have more. I'm not clear on how those rules work. Maybe you can tell us more about that, but what do you think about Brian O'Connor from Virginia? I don't know much about him other than the fact he's had a lot of great success. um, I I really have not watched Virginia baseball much over the last several years other than when they won the national championship. So uh, I'd be lying if I said I knew much about him. But uh, I think he's, you know, a pretty young guy. I think it would, uh, again, it's going to go back to, um, I think he's got a, a pretty good salary, if I'm not mistaken. So um, I think that's yeah. the first decision Coach Tanner had to really look at is, okay, what's my budget? Where do I want to go with this? Because, you know, as a fan, we want to just say, oh, God, go get this guy. back the guy. Well, as an athletic director, there's budget. There's a lot of things that, you know, it's just, it's just not his decision. I mean, yes, it is his decision, but he's got to have the full support of the board and there's budgets involved and, uh, you know, and, and, um, age comes a factor. You know, I think most of these folks we're talking about are coaches that could come in and coach for another 
10, 15, 20 years. So I don't think age is an option or a hurdle, I should say, for any of these ones we're talking about. But um, I'm not 100% sure, Emerson, how the how the uh, scholarships work with places like Virginia and Vanderbilt. I just know I think it has something to do with uh, the, the endowments and the, 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 something with academic money. I know that. I mean, these kids that are – that make whatever on the SAT and they can come in with good grades. I just know I have heard that essentially almost every player on Vanderbilt's team is on full scholarship. I don't think it's for that level at Virginia, but what a major, major advantage yeah. for coaches like that. And I'm certainly not taking anything away from uh, Virginia's coach and his, or Tim Corbin from Vanderbilt. So I, 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 um, I think it would be a tough, tough, sell to any, either one of those guys just because of that because the 11.7 is you're talking about a tough sport to have to recruit year in year out uh, when you only have 11.7 that, that's a, a tough obstacle for those guys kip there's two coaches names that i have not really heard well one i've not heard mentioned at all that i thought might be someone that at least get a look and that's gary gilmore at coastal carolina and Gilmore has said that he has not been contacted by South Carolina. And another coach that I thought would get some consideration for the job who also said he has not been contacted by South Carolina is former Gamecock assistant Mark Calvey. And I know you know a great deal about him. Mark Calvey, the head coach at South Alabama, doing a good job with that program. You know, not a very well-known brand-name program, certainly, but Calvey's doing a great job with South Alabama. So, what are the odds that, uh, you know, if some of these bigger names don't work out, that Ray Tanner goes and gets a guy like Mark Calvi, a guy that he knows very well? Yeah, you know, I I don't know why I don't see it. I, I'd love to see it. I love Coach Calvi. I think Coach Calvi did a number of great things for the, uh, the baseball program. He really did a wonderful job of controlling the pitching staff and using 8, 9, 10, 11, 12 pitchers a year instead of the normal – four to seven that, that normally was the case under, uh, uh, you know, a Jerry Myers ran pitching staff. So I, I think, um, uh, I think he would be an excellent hire as well. I just, I don't know why. I just don't think that, that that's going to be the fit. Um, and, and I can't put my finger on it. I, I, I wish I could, but I, I just don't think that's going to be the fit. Um, you know, I heard that he turned down the Tennessee job, which surprises me. Um, but I don't know if going to Tennessee is not a maybe. Maybe it's a really difficult place to recruit. I can see that being the case uh, in the SEC. It's probably definitely not one of the easier ones to recruit at. So the fact that he turned down that job surprises me a little. But you never know. Maybe there's something better for him in the wings that he knew about. So uh, you know, not not saying that that I know that I certainly don't. But um, uh, you know, may, maybe there's something bigger and better out there for him coming. We'll see. And as far as Coastal Carolina, I don't see that being an option. I don't think that's uh, um, uh, an option for South Carolina. I don't think they'd go there. Um, I'm not quite sure. I, I'm not sure if the relationship with Tanner and Coach Gilmore is uh, um, uh, very good. I, I'm not sure, but um, yeah. I, I don't think that be an option yeah Gilmore 60 years old I believe so I think South Carolina certainly looking for somebody a little bit younger than that like you said that could coach another 10 or 15 years somewhere in that ballpark I'm not sure coach Gilmore as good a coach as he is fits that bill Coastal did win the national championship last year but I think South Carolina looking for somebody a little bit younger right now so Kip 
Let's talk about a couple of Big Ten coaches. Maybe these guys are, if they're even on the list at all, they're probably a little bit further down the list. But uh, Eric Backich at Michigan has taken a Michigan program that did nothing for a very long time, and he's gotten them to the playoffs, I think, two of the last three years. I've heard his name mentioned as a possible candidate for the South Carolina job. And the other Big Ten coach that has ties to South Carolina is Indiana head coach Chris Lamonis. Sacasti High School graduate Chris Lamonis has done great things with the Indiana baseball program, another school that has no baseball tradition whatsoever, but he's done a great job building that program up into a top 25 program. Yeah, you know, I could see those guys being uh, potential hires. Um, you know, those, in my opinion, would be not really big names. So is Coach Tanner going for the big name, or, or is he uh, – you know, again, I think it comes down to, you know, you break down the tiers, in my opinion, based upon if you if you knew what kind of budget he's working with. And, again, I'm not quite sure of that. But both of those guys have had wonderful success at, at programs that probably don't have the support that a program like South Carolina does. There's, You know, I, I, I couldn't think – I would not think there's, you know, more than five or six programs in the country that are – uh, that much more supported than South Carolina, especially from a fan base. The fans want wins here. They want us to go to Omaha, and uh, the expectations are real high. So, uh, again, I think this is something folks are going to say well, if Coach Tanner decided tomorrow or today or uh, uh, two weeks from now. Uh, you know, again, I truly feel like Coach Tanner has had uh, his top three that he knows he wants to get, and I'm sure he had an order uh, probably three or four months ago, probably even before the season started. So I know it won't be a rush decision. It'll be a well-calculated decision, and uh, I think Coach Tanner will certainly make a good decision, but time will tell. A lot of speculation at this point uh, who the Gamecocks may end up hiring to be the next baseball coach. We don't know. Ray Tanner is not talking, and until we hear anything from him, it's all speculation, Kip. So, you know, we're just trying to give people a general idea of some of the names that are out there. And, again, until we hear from Ray Tanner, it's just really hard to know exactly what is going to happen or what he's thinking at this point. So we'll continue to monitor the situation. We'll come back. We'll talk more about it here on Gamecock Central Radio. Kip, it's an unusual feeling, you know, to have a vacancy for the Gamecock baseball head coaching job. It's the first time in 20 years that that's happened, and it's just been a strange week. I tell you what, man, it's been strange. It has, but you know what? I think that's a testament to the program and obviously the uh, Hall of Fame career that Coach Tanner had as a head coach and uh, certainly a um, – um, a wonder, you know, and a good job for the most part for Chad Holbrook. So, I mean, it, it, you know, it's anytime your program really don't have to have a coaching search for 20 years, that's, that's, that's saying a lot of, a lot of good things. Kip, there's a lot of programs that have good facilities, financial support, tradition. South Carolina is certainly one of those, and we could put a number of other schools, Texas and LSU, and, and you know, many others in that list. But to me, what makes the South Carolina job so valuable right now is the fact that you are working for Ray Tanner. How many other schools have a former baseball coach as an athletic director? To me, Kip, that's got to mean something, and to me that makes the South Carolina job more valuable than many others. Well, I think it is valuable. I mean, they, Coach Tanner's going to understand. I mean, you know, I, I, I feel like, again, uh, I feel like he did make the right decision and, and uh, you know, 
Coach Holbrook, you know, resigning or whatever, but him moving on. Having said that, I don't think coaches are going to be, they know the expectations are going to be high, but I think they know that they're going to be able to, uh, you know, have a good four to six years to be able to make an impact. And uh, working for a guy like Coach Tanner, I'm sure, will be uh, a great opportunity for anyone coming in. All right, a lot of speculation at this point, but that is all it is. Kip, have you talked to Ray Tanner? I have not. I haven't, but if I had, I wouldn't tell. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Kip, let's get together again soon, man. Thanks for your time. All right, thanks so much. That's Kip Balk tonight, Gamecock great, and I'm Emerson Phillips, and this is Gamecock Central Radio. We'll continue to take a look at this Gamecock baseball coaching search here on GCR. Thanks for being with us.